Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the MMA OB Daily Podcast. It is Monday, February 27th, 2023. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Got my ba- my boy, Big Marcel, here. I'm going to recap UFC Vegas 70, Muniz versus Alan Marcel. Last minute switch up there with the uh, main event. We'll talk about what happened there. Um, and then after this podcast, guys, UFC 285 preview. I'm looking forward to that, Marcel, honestly. Like, I obviously, I want to talk about this card with you, but. Of the two cars we're going to talk about today, I'm much rather looking forward to talking about that. Yeah, card me too. How you doing, man? Yeah, doing well, man. How about you? Not bad. Not bad. Looking forward to talking about this card with you. And uh, we'll get through this. And we'll talk about Bellator as well a little bit. I didn't really get a chance to watch too much Bellator, Marcel. I don't mm-hmm. know if you did, but uh, I was more mm-hmm. focused on UFC that day. Plus, it was in the morning. So, like, I just had some stuff to do on Saturday. Um, got Glenn in the chat. What's going on? We got Antoine. Glad to have you guys in the chat. All right, Marcel, let's just get into it. Might as well start with uh, UFC Vegas 70. Start with the main event, Marcel, falling out. Uh, did you know anything was going to happen with this, like, before they announced on the broadcast, or was it a surprise to you as well? No, I didn't, but I got to give uh, Stand Him Up, as the guy in the Netherlands. Um, he posted on his Instagram that the main event was in jeopardy and that Krilov might be out. And he posted that, I think, an hour before the announcement. So... Nobody else posted, only he did. So I was like, yeah, I don't know if he's for, for real or not. I, normally he's for real, you know. Which so, guy was it? Stand him up, is his name. It's uh, on, on, on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. And uh, everybody was like, yeah, who's your source or your capping and this and kind of that. And then, <laughs> then they announced it, you know. So uh, he was like, yeah, who's capping now, you know. And he's, he's right. He was right. So good for him. Um but yeah, sucks for us, obviously, because uh, I mean that was that was a, an okay main event, I think, and uh, it sucked us off. It, it's now rescheduled for three for three rounds at March 11. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that they did Andre Muniz against uh, against Brandon Allen as a main event. I might have would have considered to do Suarez against De La Rosa, maybe, mm. you know, but I would have definitely put that as a co-main event and not Maze against Sakai. <laughs> but hey, man, it's, it's short notice. So what can you do? They just moved yeah. everything up, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the guy you're talking about. He has like no followers on Twitter, but he was right, eh? So yeah, he was right. Because yeah. I'm looking at the comments, people are like, "Who are you? Like, what's your source?" Well, the guy was right. So, mm-hmm. and this has happened before. Remember, um, Derek Lewis and Spivak a few months ago was another guy who was another guy that people were like, "This guy is no is a nobody." Like, no one knows what he's talking about. He yeah. was at the event. He was like, "Yo, I'm hearing this fight's off," and he was mm-hmm. right too, Marcel. And again, people are just doubting these people. This guy's a guy's not Ariel Hawan. Doesn't mean they're they don't have sources, you know? So. Again, the, the, I, you know, if I saw it, if I saw it and the guy had no followers, I'd, I'd question it too. But I wouldn't just go and like tweet the guy and talk shit to him, you know. Yeah, the problem is there's just too much trolling in community. Yeah. You know what I mean? So True. people are really like, uh, uh, like, I yeah, agree. probably not. But yeah, yeah, you can't always be like that. You know? <laughs> no, I agree with what you're saying. All right, let me get some more comments here. We got uh, we got Joe in the chat. What's going on, man? We got Ox. What's going on, man? Um. Antoine, we'll talk about uh, Brandon Allen in a sec. He's got a question about him. We got Beertra in the car in the uh, chat as well. Let's get into it, Marcel. Let's just start recapping. We'll start with the main event. Actually, you know what, Marcel? Like as far as like pre- predictions go, we did, I think we did pretty well. I mean, I did pretty well. Um, I think you did pretty well as well. Like I think we nailed I a lot of the fights. If I didn't nail this one, <laughs> the main well, the new main event it was supposed to be coming event, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I was blown away by Brandon Allen's performance, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Like. Two weeks in a row, we have an upset in the main event now. Uh, lost with Blanchfield now with Allen. I, I figured it'd be a competitive fight. That's why I was taking Muniz by decision because Allen obviously is a good grappler, but 
Marcel, I got to be honest with you, man. If you ask me like before this fight started, who would get a submission? There's no way in hell I'd pick Allen to get the submission. Like the fact mm-hmm. he finished the fight by rear naked choke to me is extremely impressive. Like if you look at his record, most of his wins are actually by rear naked choke. Like it's a specialty. Like he's good at it. Um, but I didn't expect him to do it to Muniz. It just shows you how much this guy is improving, Marcel. Like he's young, he's getting better. I think he's a Killcliffe guy, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yes, yeah. You know, you know, I love that gym. I can't believe I've been picking against him lately, but uh, I just thought Muniz was the real deal. You know, like I got to be honest, like I really did. Like the guy was on, he was on a nine fight win streak, dating back to 2016. Was looking great in the UFC, but you know, looking back now, Marcel, I guess the Uriah Hall fight kind of showed us, like if he doesn't get that submission in the first round, he's gonna, you know, struggle a little bit as the fight goes on. His cardio was not amazing, and you saw that here in this fight. First round was competitive. I actually scored it for Allen. I don't know who you scored the first round for, but I, I had it for Allen. Two of the judges had it for him. One had it for uh, Muniz. Second round, obviously, Allen. So, for me, it was 2-0 Allen heading in the third round. Muniz needed to finish, and it was Allen who gets to finish. I don't know. I'm just really impressed by the guy. Like, I didn't expect him to not only win the fight, but finish Andre Muniz. This is a huge win for him. Puts him in the rankings. And, again, he was only 27. He's so, he's so young, Marcel. And he's got an 8, I think, an 8-2 record now. In the, no, sorry, 10-2. No, no, no. Sorry, let me read this again. 9-2 uh, record in the UFC plus the Contender Series, if you want to count that. Could be ten and two if you want to count that fight. Just Aaron Jeffries, a good fighter. Yeah, great win. UFC, UFC quality fighter, exactly. So he's got a good record. The two losses to Strickland and Curtis, the two training partners, which is funny by knockout. Other than that, Marcel won all those fights. I, you know, the McCoon fight was the one that we kind of thought. That's the one where I was like, I don't know if I really think this guy's that great, but yeah. he's looked amazing since then. So gotta give this guy credit, Marcel. Another Renee choke, another bonus for the guy, and, and credit to Dana for giving six bonuses on this card for all the finishes. I almost feel like just because he was at the card, he gave all the bonuses. If it was just like Shelby or Mick Maynard, I don't think they would have given out the six. But uh, anyways, Marshall, I've talked enough about it. I want to hear your thoughts on the fight. But yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah, you asked me who I scored the first round for. I cannot tell you because I had to take a dump at that moment. So. <laughs> you th- dude, you should have picked the Sakai and Maze fight for that, man. Yeah, I know, but I didn't have to find that. So I cannot tell you, to be really honest. Um, uh uh, I think Alan did great for what I, what I saw, you know, yeah. when I came back, like the end of the first round. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, what can you say about this, what, what, what he did in the, against Muniz? The thing is with Muniz, I, re, I, I think uh, I think Keith Shillen said it well uh, in the, in the post, uh, post-fight uh, recap he had. He said many people were talking about Andre Muniz having the best ground game in the division. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm being the most uh, difficult fight for either Israel or Alex Pereira on the top. But, man, he did himself a, a, a bad job last last Saturday. You know what I mean? I mean, Alan did great. I think very good. Um, and what I told you before, man, Andre Muniz, uh, we were talking about him. Remember when he, when he took this fight and we were saying, like, why... Did he took a fight against a no-ranked opponent okay, again? You know, and I told you back then that that I heard from multiple people that he turned on four fights to fight up instead of down. You know, so I think they booed him out of the rankings with the loss against Allen here. Um, yeah, good win for Allen. What can we say about? It? I mean, uh, for Allen, the, the whole division is open pretty much. You know, you can match him against pretty much everybody. You can do the rematch against Curtis, if possible. You the Strickland is, is too far away at this moment, I think. But who did he call out? He called out Adrikas uh, Duplessis, but with a loss or with a win on Saturday, I think that's perfect. Jack Hermanson is perfect. You know, mm-hmm. so there are a lot of options for him. You know, and. Uh, 
uh, I'm happy for him. He finally uh, he got that uh, that important win in the division because he was waiting for that. And uh, I don't think uh, back then I think he was favored over Chris Curtis back then when they fought. So that wasn't when Curtis was ranked yet. But against Strickland, for example, that would have been a big win for him, and he didn't wasn't able to get it back then. So uh, for him now to finally get his first win over ranked opponent is big. You know, he got a win over Holland, but that was uh, what's that uh, middleweight. Uh, was that was, was Millmate Holland, right? I think so, yeah. It was yeah. DB, right? I believe. Um, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his debut was against Dawkins, I think it was the second fight. But, um, Holland, it's Holland and, and Allen was his first UFC fight. I'm just checking right now. It was a yeah. friendly fight, yeah. It was just and the third fight was Dawkins, actually. And you forgot, okay, Tom Breeze as well was in between. So, oh, fuck. okay, <laughs> uh, nice. Um, yeah, but good, well, well done from for Allen. Though. What can we yeah. say about it, you know? Yeah. And not only that, I'm just looking at his record right now, guys. Like, he's very active. He, he fought three times last year, three times in 2021, three times in 2020, three times in 2019, three times in 2018, three times in 2017, six times in 2016. He made his debut in 2015. So this guy's just not getting injured. He's just staying active and getting better. So, I mean, I, you know, a lot of credit to this guy. He's a young fighter still, 27. The other thing is, Marcel, so I'm looking at when he's his record. Again, like, I thought the guy was really good. I still think he can submit a lot of guys. But if you look at his record, Marcel, the only guy he has a win against right now is still in the UFC is Eric Anders. Because Hall's not in the UFC, Jocker Ray's not in the UFC, Fabinski's not in the UFC, and Arroyo's not in the UFC. I mean, like, if you look at it like that, it's not that impressive, right? At the time, it was impressive. But now, looking back a couple years, it's not as impressive as I, as I first looked at it. So, I don't know. I think the guy can still submit, like, low-end guys, like Anders, kind of like middle-end guys, you know? But a guy mm. like Allen, I mean, I clearly underestimated him. I think you did too, Marcel. So, it is what it is, right? He's, he's definitely a good fighter. For sure. I'll get some comments here, guys. Um, Beertra says he expected better from me. Me too. Same here. Uh, Knox, I honestly thought Allen would keep us on feet. Never expected this submarines. Dude, same here. Same here. Joe says he had L3 for Allen. Me too. Me too. Hype, what's going on, man? Glad to have you here. Um, Wani, what's up, man? He says, why does Marcel look so handsome on the Vetcher Bosin podcast? Which, which one's that? That's one I do on the Monday morning with uh, Dennis oh, and Gilbert Arvill. Oh, Gilbert Arvill. Yeah, yeah. But he looks like he's coming off a coconut with John Jones because he was hanging out with Juan Camilo Monderos and John Jones in Vegas. No, it's, so. be, it's because I uh, how do you say that? You. <laughs> no, I, I just watched some TV and my, my eyes are kind of hurting or something, it's kind of itching, so that's why I, I was like on my eyes the whole damn time. So that's Marcel's coming off a bend, you yeah. <laughs> Knox says he'd like to see Allen and Hermanson, that'd be a good fight. I'd like to see that. Um, can you train bears, John, Jane, John Jones trade with the cocaine bear? Yeah, it's, it's crazy, but maybe. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> I think Marcel just woke up. No, it's so late for him. I mean, what is it? Yeah, I, actually, I woke up when I did the Factors Boston podcast. That's why I just woke up. So, <laughs> what time is it there? 11? It's uh, 11 a.m. Uh, p.m. Yeah, 11 15 <laughs> You are tired, <laughs> anyways. Um, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Well, I don't even think we should talk about this fight because it was so fucking shit. And like, no surprise, I told you this fight would suck. I think we both said yeah. it would suck. I'm glad I got the prediction right, though. I mean, it's not easy to pick a guy in a four-fight knockout streak, but I just think Dante Maze is just really bad. Like, honestly, Marcel, I almost feel like he should be cut after this fight. It was just so fucking bad. It was terrible. Um, is there anything you want to say about this fight other than it sucked ass? What, I, think, I, think, I think the person who put this on the main card should be cut, you know? <laughs> I mean, what, what the hell? What, what is the thing with the UFC thinking that every heavyweight fight is going to end in the first-round knockout, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean... When you saw Sakai, Sakai clearly was better than Mace, you know. Yeah. But he knew that he had to win there, 
you know so he yep. didn't took too many risks he, he he tried to finish a little bit but not like he went not for broke and obviously i mean i understand yeah um, his job. he had to save his job yeah but i mean what's what's a horrible fight man uh i had so to bad. laugh when he was was screaming in the mic like sakai is back or yeah i'm back i was like yeah for sure um that was so bad oh man i mean you you could have had charles johnson because Ode osborne on that spot you know but you choose you chose to have like uh non top unranked top 15 have you uh unranked heavyweight in there you know <laughs> and for example you got on march 11th you got volkov romanov those two are yeah. at least ranked you know they have a name for example volkov was a pretty high-end heavyweight against romanov was pretty upcoming so although he lost his last fight but I, I I don't understand that at all. You know, yeah. it's like they, they all they probably thought like this is also going to end like Justin Tafa, I guess Parker Porter, but at least Justin Tafa is a well-known knockout artist. You know what I mean? So you always have that. Mesa Sakai are knockout artists. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like I don't understand it, man. It's always uh, I don't want to shit on the guys. But it's always the same guys, man. It's like Mace, it's it's Sakai, Josh it's Josh Parisian, Alan Bodo, uh, <laughs> Parker Porter. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Chase Sherman, because uh, man, listen, Chase what Sherman, you see Jared Vedera, another guy, <laughs> yeah. But Chase Sherman, guess uh, Chris Barnett is on the ESPN prelim portion of 287. Eh? I'm gonna tell you right now, if that was on the on the fight night, that would have been on the main car, you know what I mean? but yeah, but everybody loves Chris Barnett, so that would have been a problem, but but still, you know, I mean, it's just stupid, you know, it's just it's like. <sighs> Why does heavyweight get the privilege to always be on the main card? It's just stupid, you know. Yeah, no, it's agree. like we are not in in the in the early nineties or in late nineties where we can uh, uh, where where it's like uh, oh it's heavyweight so we have to put it on the main card. It's just like we're not in the prehistoric prehistorical days of MMA, you know. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? You got like uh, a, a six hundred pound guy against a seven hundred pound guy, and let's fight each other and. Uh, Let's see uh, who dies first of heart attack, you know? So, I mean, it's just stupid. They, they got to bring back that uh, 5,000. Dude, uh, oh, my God. Bring Kimbo Slice back from the dead and put that on the main card. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, I remember that. Last from the past. Uh, speaking of heart attacks, right? Um, let me get some comments here. One, Sakai deserves a co-main again, event against Alan Bedeau. Yeah, that would be a great fight. <laughs> Not... Thoughts on lower level heavyweight fights being on the main card? I think you know our thoughts. <laughs> How is May still on the roster? I mean, he does have a few, he has that win over Josh Parisi, and that's why he's still on the roster. I think at this point he's probably like one win away, win loss gateway from getting cut though. Like he's not that impressive to me. Uh, that win was good win, but that, other than that, he's looked terrible. I think? got lucky that 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 fight against Abdul Wahab went to yeah. a no contest because now he's only one fight with losing streak. Otherwise, yeah. it would have had two fight losing streak. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you see, should play a stinker of the night bonus to duck 50k from the pay. I mean, they don't, I don't even think these guys make 50k, so that's pretty harsh. It's a Kai and Porter. Um, maybe they'll do Sakai and Tafa. I could see that and do, could they do Porter and Maze? Oh, that's the next fight, isn't it? It's going to be Parker Porter and Dr. Maze. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick Parker Porter if that's the fight. I think he's slightly better. What's up, man? How's it going? <laughs> what else? Uh, heavy division, lack skill fighters. It isn't like it was about 10 years ago. It's never really been the best division, let's be honest. It never has been, right? Mm -hmm. It's only really exciting when you have, like, the big guys, like, like the freaking nature, like a Brock Lesnar or a Francis Ngannou. Or, I guess Cyril Gunn's a little different than John Jones. We'll talk about those guys in the next podcast, but, yeah. 
do you guys think fighters on the right ask for money for interviews? No. I mean, no. This, is this guy, <laughs> Cedric Dumas, was the guy. He's a nobody yeah. fighter, first off. Now, the guy that he was talking I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, the journalist he was talking to was also being kind of unprofessional to me. So mm. they're both in the wrong here. But, yeah, I mean, you absolutely should not be asking for 100 bucks to do an interview. But there's no fucking way I would do an interview at Friday night at 11 p.m. with some guy that has, like, no followers either. I wouldn't even do it. I would just say, sorry, man. I got to pass on this. Besides that, just say no. Just say no. But no. Marcy Marcel, if you asked me, I'd also say no. You know, and I, yeah. I wouldn't ask for money. I would just say no because it's way too late. I'd rather just be sleeping at that time with like drinking beer or something. That's <laughs> not crazy enough to say yes, for example, because I don't care. But if you don't want to do it, just say no, man. But that's it was it was a really weird conversation, you know. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of a lot of spelling mistakes. Besides that, but um, I was like. This guy asked for for an interview at a certain yeah. time. It's just, uh, in my opinion, uh, if I ask an interview to a fighter, I always to send it to the fighter. What's most? Uh, What's the time that's convenient for you? Yeah, for, exactly. So yeah. that's what I always and that, do. And honestly, Marcel, that's why I don't do interviews anymore because I don't want it to affect my life. And honestly, I wasn't getting I wasn't getting paid like more money necessarily than what I yeah. would do for a normal article. So I'm like. That guy's like James Lynch that, you know, revolve their schedule around the interviews. Exactly. Like these guys do it. Like let them focus on it. And I'll focus on my own like articles and fight breakdowns and stuff like that. You know, so like what? you have to find your niche. And the thing about this guy is like, I can't, like I understand what Abe was, Abe Caldwell, his manager. I yeah. kind of get what he was saying. Like in a way, like he's like, not just because the guy asked me for an interview doesn't mean I have to grant it to him. Like I get that. At the same not. time, asking for money was stupid. It yeah. Was a bad look. But I also kind of think that you, you can't say yes to everyone, too, you know? No, but, you don't have to. But who's asking this guy for an interview? <laughs> the Cedric Dumas guy. By the way, I don't know if you saw that thing about him. Uh, apparently, like, assaulted some woman, allegedly. Yeah, that I, I read that. Is that, is that true? Is that tr the, th the thing that I've heard, and I don't know for if that's correct, that he got jumped by four people. That's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, I saw something and that he's, that, and that he struck her. Uh, what, he got struck. He got jumped by four people. He struck her. Self defense that, or something. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've heard, but I don't know. You it's know, weird. I don't know for sure. So it's bizarre, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I but that's why. Like I, yeah. But that's why I don't want to burn my hands on it, and yeah. many people don't want to burn their hands on it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, what what can you do? But to go back to the to the question of of the interview, yeah. Um, the thing is, like, when when this guy asked one hundred bucks, and the the guy said, like, I can't do that. Let's say okay, then no. That's but it. That's it kind of escalated, man. He was it like, did. he was calling him names and stuff. I was like, dude, it was really what the hell? And then he weird. makes it public. Why are making it public? Yeah, because you he wanted to quote, man. That's why. I mean, like, I wouldn't have even told anyone. I would tell like you in private. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I, I wouldn't also make it public. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, but it, but yeah, I mean, you you're not supposed to pay for the interviews. Like this whole no. start, this all started with the first time I ever heard of this was with Patty Hamlet. That's the first time I ever heard. <laughs> and now the other guys are asking for money too. Like it's it's stupid. Um. But again, Marcel, I kind of understand it. Like he's a busy guy. Obviously, he's training a lot for this fight yeah. for the debut. And I wouldn't do an interview either at 11 p.m. I would have just said, "Sorry, man, I can't do it." That's what, that's what I would have said. But that guy but, clearly doesn't have much class. Let's be honest, Marcel. He's kind of a dick, too, right? Yeah, but that but dude. I mean, which fighter is gonna do an interview at 11 p.m.? I mean, pretty much nobody. All these no fighters are, are awake at 7 a.m. in the morning or 6 a.m. They, so their their training schedules are yeah. they have to sleep right? Like because they're training two or three times a day. Anyways, <laughs> let's let's get some comments here. Um. If you could both interview one MMA person, who'd you pick? Uh, like a one-on-one -on -one interview, you're saying? It'd probably have to be like a legend, like a GSP or something. Just someone with a lot of knowledge of the sport. You know, someone like that. Like, even like a coach that I really respect, like a Feroz or something. Like, I guess someone like that. 
any anything for you, Marcel? Like, I haven't really thought about it. Really then, like, it's not it. really my thing. Like, I've done a lot of interviews, especially when I started MA. I've been in this business for 12 years now. It's my 13, 13th year. When I first started, I was doing interviews all, all the time. When I started at the score, Marcel, I, was, I used to talk to fighters all the time. Yeah. But again, like, over the years, I just found, like, I'm, I have to, like, take time out of my schedule and revolve my schedule around it. It's just, it, for me, it wasn't my um, thing I wanted to do. And it's worked out well for me. I mean, I'm, I'm doing pretty well now with just what I'm doing. It's, so. it's kind of like, oh, kind of always feel like the same, you know, if you've interviewed fighters leading up to their fight, it's always like, I was training, uh, how was, you know, it's pretty much always the same. That's you know? why I like guys have... like James that ask like different questions. Like, yeah, you know, for sure. Get, yeah, right? but, so... but it's also like, you, you got to have talent for it. You know, it's not for like, sure. every, that's why I say like, everybody can interview, but not everybody can interview. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, let's get to the uh, card again, Marcel. Um, our girl Tatiana comes back with the vengeance, gets the submission mm -hmm. win over Montana. I picked by submission, Marcel. That was one of my better, like, like uh, method of prediction this week. Yeah. Um, I, I figured she would submit her, you know. And to be sure. honest, Marcel, it was somewhat competitive. Like, Montana, she's a she's pretty tough girl. Her record's not good in the UFC, right? Like, it's, what is it, four, five, four, four, and one. She's one, three, and one. Much. She but loses to everybody who's a little a bit ranked more talented above her, right? Yeah. I think she's decent. I know Dana White said some good things about her. Like, I don't think mm -hmm. she's that bad. But anyways, Mark, you know, she made a mistake, right, going for that. I think she just put her neck down, right? And then, mm -hmm. obviously, Tatiana just saw it and grabbed it. And Marcel, remember I kept talking? I'm like, how, what is she doing with, with her new boyfriend, Patchy Mix? What are they doing? They're training jiu-jitsu, like, all the time. Pat, what is Patchy Mix good at, Marcel? What's his signature move? His guillotine choke. That's mm -hmm. his best choke. You don't think he's been teaching it to her? That looked like Patchy Mix in there, man. Like the female version with that choke. It was nasty. It was tight. It was it was brutal. It was it was vicious. Did she go to sleep? I can't remember. Did she tap or go to sleep? She tapped. She did tap. Okay. It was man, if she didn't tap, she would have went to sleep. Uh I, I don't think Tatiana looked amazing in this fight. I'll say that, Marcel. Like she got the win. She got a nice submission in the end. It was a bit of a struggle to get Montana down and hold her there because Montana is a pretty big girl and strong. But in the end, she got the submission. And again, Four years away. Four years away. That's a long fucking time to be away. So I give her some slack on that. I actually think now looking back at it, she was talking all week, I want to go back to 115. I'm like, why? I can see why now. Because she doesn't have that size advantage like she did at 115, right? Where, remember when she fought Carla? It was just like, it looked like a Bannon weight fighting a, an Adam weight. I think it's a good move for her. And I think, honestly, Marcel, looking back at it now, you know, we were talking about her fighting for the flyweight belt next. I think... Go back to strawweight fight like a rose or someone in the top three, top five, and she gets a tail shot after that. So that's what I'm thinking happens for her because I think she's making the right choice by going down, back down and wait. I think it was good to take this fight, you know, get some get some more cage time. But 115 is her weight class, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, um, the first round was kind of competitive, although I still think she won the first round, but it was kind of competitive. Second round, she took over, and uh, we saw the more the old Tatiana Suarez, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah and I agree with you, man. It's, it's it's good to go back to 115 for her, probably. And the crazy thing is when she uh, when she was last ranked at Strawweight, she was number two. Rose was number one back then. And the champ was, I think, I think Song was the champ back then. I'm not sure. Um but um, to be really honest, man, I, I only think that uh, at 115, I think only Sang is, is is a problem for her there, you know? And a problem, I mean, a competitive fight. 
I don't think Rose is a competitive fight at all for her at 115. I think she smashes Rose, to be really honest. You know, Rose is uh, a problem with the takedown defense, right? We saw that against Whaley. Right? Yeah, and for example, Asparza, <laughs> somebody asked her if she wanted to do a rematch with Asparza. She was like, I'll probably catch a case for that if we do that again. So, no, let's not do that. <laughs> that fight was so, a complete beat down that first one. It was yeah, crazy. yeah, exactly. And there is also Andras or Lamos, but she smashes both, man, I think. Mm -hmm. You know, so for me, honestly, you know, I you can call me crazy. I want to see her fight for the title against Zhang because I think that's the only competitive fight for it could do it. It's kind of like, crazy, you know, maybe too early. But are we forgetting someone? Like, is there some other contender we're forgetting right now? Maybe Yan Jonan, but she smashes Yan Jonan as well. So, okay. I'm, or, or Tatiana. Yeah, Yan, Yan Jonan. Now, I'm saying, who Chinese. smashes her? Oh. Um, UFC rankings website's really fucked up, by the way. I yeah, I know. You see okay. four uh, plus a Russian. Yeah. I'm <laughs> looking at it. Uh, yeah, uh, it would be um, oh, Marino Rodriguez lost to Lem Lemos is there too. That's another. Fight, yeah, right? but yeah. those two also have no stand no chance when she can implement the wrestling. You know what I mean? So yeah. the the only thing that that matters for her at one fifteen is Sang, and and yeah. that's because Sang has good stand up and also her ground game is pretty good. You know. Yeah. So that's the the only girl that can maybe match her. You know, in a fight. You know what? And I yeah. Do it. Just do that fight, and then you could do uh, you could do um, Jan and Lemos instead. You could do that yeah. fight. You know what? I think you're right. I think you're actually right about this because I'm looking at the rankings right now, guys. And like, yeah, I mean, Jan and, and Lemos that, are good fighters, but like, do they really have a chance against Zhang? Not really. No, there's literally nobody you favor over Tatiana in that in that ranking. Maybe you can uh, le maybe leveled with Zhang, you know, because Zhang is really improving. Yeah, you know, so. Is it maybe too early? Maybe, but it, like I said, man, before, well, after the Nina Nunes fight, she was ranked number two, you know, right. and she went away. She fought the flyweight now because she said after the uh, during the media day, she didn't want to bother about the weight cut. She just wanted to go back in there and fight. She did, man. I don't mind her. Give listen, man. What what you what you gonna do with, with Sam Willy? You wanna do a third fight with Rose? Like Rose just lost to Carla, oh, you know. Really the Carla fight doesn't make sense. Jessica Andrade. I like it, but she just lost to Blanchfield yep. at 125, you know? Yep. Lemos, maybe, but Lemos lost to Andras uh, earlier last year. So it's like, and Jan Jonan just beat Mackenzie Durham, but Jan Jonan lost to Marina Rodriguez before last year. So it's like, there is no clear-cut contender, in my opinion. And I like Suarez fighting Zhang, man. I think it's a great fight, you know? And the winner of that, imagine Willie Zhang wins, let Rose fight somebody else. You still can do the third fight, you know? Mm -hmm. And if Tatiana wins, you can do it against everybody because, yeah. she, uh, besides the Sparza, she hasn't fought anyone there. Dude, you know? I love it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think you're right. I think Marcel's right with this one, guys. Because she just got a fight. Like, if, it, if, if, it, if this was, like, a return fight, like, fight for the belt, no. But we saw her in the cage. She did well. The only question is, does she make the weight right? Like, that's yeah, the that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, let's get some comments. Joe's asking, Yeah, he's this is what he's saying. Joe Eagle, can she actually make the weight without getting injured? Hopefully, because man, she's good. Oh, Tatiana Andrade would actually be not bad either. That would be a good fight. Andrade is gonna have, I, I wouldn't mind Andrade against Marina Rodriguez. That would also be kind of fun. Brazilian, Brazilian violence, Marcel. <laughs> that would be a good <laughs> fight. Montana fight, Arujo and Bundesliga Capelli. She's not bad. She's not like honestly, her records, like it's it's a that's the thing. Like, it depends who you fight. Like, even Sakai, like the guy. Four fight losing kid, but they were all against top fifteen opponents, right? Like you have to look at that as well. But, you you said Andras against Rodriguez. Yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah, they're never going to do that. Those are best friends. They're best friends, though. Okay. Yeah, I agree with Joe. I'd like to see Hey, what's up, Marcus? Touch on stay one twenty five. She's not going to Mar Mar Marcus. She's moving down. 
Yeah. Emily Ducote. She actually has got to fight books. She's fighting uh, Pollyanna Vienna, right? I think that's the fight. Yeah, I haven't put it out yet because I haven't seen it. I, I've seen AG uh, fight I think AG it, right? posted yeah. it. Yeah, but I haven't confirmed it myself, so I haven't posted it. Fair enough, but they're pretty legit. Um, yeah, definitely. I agree, Marcel. Delta will do it. I think she'll fight a contender first. Probably, but I actually think Marcel might be right about this. Juan giving her title fight 115 is giving McGregor a title shot at Lightweight after you beat Cowboy. I don't know. Because the thing was, guys, like before she got injured, like everyone was talking about her as the champion. Like she hasn't lost yet. She's still fucking undefeated. Like she's never lost. I don't I don't think I have an issue with it. Tatiana could be a three-weight division champ. Mm. Uh, can I reply to Bertia? Because sure. uh, listen, man, if you put McGregor now in the lightweight division, I almost favor everybody over him. You know? Almost yeah. almost everybody, you know, yeah. maybe everybody, but I say almost, like maybe 10 of the 15. Yeah. Do you favor 10? Of the 15 no. people in that ranking over Tatiana, no, no. maybe I favor like maybe Zhang, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I have to think about that fight, yeah. That's the only one, in my yeah. opinion, you know. Yep, yep, no, I agree. She's just so dominant at the wrestling, especially that mm -hmm. weight. Um, should you get a tuna fight at the weight first? Well, Marcel's like she's just got the title shot, that's what he's saying. By the way, is this is this fight because I saw this rumor as well? No, it's not true. Korean zombie, it's not real, or mm -hmm. okay, all right, let's go. To the, we're good with this, go to the next fight then, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So <laughs> My Canadians, Marcel, going at each other. Like, I, I had a tear in my eye because, you know, it was beautiful to watch at the same time. Sad. At least uh, a Canadian win. <laughs> yeah, a Canadian at least. Well, actually, too, we had two Canadians win on the Yeah, stage, yeah. But yeah. Uh, this is way better, anyways, than Mike Ballot won because he's got star power oozing right. about him, right? Don't you think? Like, I, I think this guy's great. I really like him, Marcel. He's got a good record. He's looked amazing in the UFC with the two finishes now in the first round. Um, remember, guys, like, he took a break to coach, right? Like, he's got so much knowledge now and he's got so much experience like just from coaching comes back to fighting's look great um i really like mike Ballant, man and you know he went on the you gotta love it he goes in the microphone and says you know we gotta go back to canada we have to go back to toronto here's what i'm thinking marcel <laughs> you were cheering buddy. oh i was fucking loving it dude are you kidding i was fucking loving it because like, i haven't seen it we haven't had a card here i think since was it halloween or or pega is that the last card? I think it's awesome Toronto, right? I don't know. you should know better than i me. think I it know. was like five years ago before covid i think it was Dude, it just makes sense. And then um, put him on either the first fight in the pay-per-view or like the prelim main event. And I think I think Marcel, honestly, he, he definitely deserves someone in the top 15 at this point, like at the bottom end. Like I would like to see him fight like a Michelle Perea, a Santiago Ponzinibbio, a Lee's Jingliang. I think he's ready for those guys, man. I really do. Actually, those, some of those guys aren't even ranked, the guys I'm mentioning. Perea's number 15, but Lee, Lee's not in the rankings anymore? Wow, that's crazy. They booted him out of the rankings. Who? Lee Jingling. He's not in the yeah. rankings. Wow, that's surprising. So it's positive. Anyways, I guess those guys aren't ranked, but you know what I mean? Like, like those are bubble guys. Those guys are in the 15 and 20 range. That, or even like someone at the bottom in the top 15. Either way, I think the guy's legit, man. I really do. Guys, he's looked amazing. I think all of his wins are by finish in his career, too, right, Marcel? Like, he only has the one loss. Was it the Wadu? Was that his only loss, I think? Yeah, and he got time. nine finishes all under the first round. Dude, he's fucking awesome. He's a great fighter. Oh my god, all of his finishes are in the first round. Yeah. And man, he's so good, Marcel. Like he's so fucking good. Dude, what what do we do with him next? What do you think? Yeah, so I was I had three I actually wrote about him today. I had three three names in mind, you know. See, um I was thinking about Jeremiah Wells, who is also uh deserving of a step up in competition and is, hasn't lost in the UFC yet. Yeah. Uh Phil Rowe. I think he's doing well as well, I Phil Rowe, you know. Yep. And 
and if not, you can go with Randy Brown. You know, that'd be a good fight uh, too. Randy's also in that like fifteen to twenty range. Just out yeah, exactly. Range. This is yeah. like it's like these guys who are around 50-20 range and who are uh, either on on a good streak or are have lost recently, like Randy Brown, but they're still like super legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I really like Mike Malott. You know, I I really awesome. like the, also the way he he presents himself. Man, he seems like a super down to earth guy. Uh, knows what he does. A really well spoken guy as well, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I really like, I really like him, you know, and, and he shows in the octagon as well that he's, he's, that he's legit as well, you know? So, yep. um, yeah, I think for, for Canada, he's a great dude, you know, I really think Love he him. is. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I like to see him, uh, getting a level up in competition this next fight. And, uh, yeah, let's hope for him. It's in Canada and let's hope for you as well. You know, <laughs> I, I, and by the way, like looking back, like I'm surprised the odds were only like minus 200 for this fight. Like Johan is not that great. Like. I mean, mm -hmm. he's he's a UFC fighter, but he's one and two now, and man, he got he got submitted. Marshall kind of looked like a white belt on the ground, didn't he? Like, let's be honest, like it wasn't close. I also think Malat's very high level, but he didn't defend that choke very well. Let me get some comments here. Malat's a problem. He's fucking good, man. Malat Morono, that'd be a good fight too. Like again, Morono's like in his other rankings, but he's quality fighter. Like Morono was about a minute away from beating Ponzinibbio before he got knocked out. Like that's the truth. Our boy Alex the drinks in the chat. Last can of cars gate you cowboy correct. That was uh September 2019. I was talking about Toronto though specifically. I think it was Ortega and Holloway. I'm pretty sure it was, which was 2018. I want to say December 2018. So long ago now. It's almost five years, right? The user was 60 and 20 not ranked. That's fine. I'm good with that. A truth to Patty Dober. No, it's fake. Fake news. I'd like to see Milan versus Wells. Philly versus Toronto, Joe. Come on, Joe. You know Toronto's gonna beat your ass. <laughs> Phil Rowe, Mike Milan. That'd be good. It would be a good fight. Actually, I kind of want to see. Phil Rowe and Jeremiah Wells, too. That'd be a good fight, man. Two violent finishers. That'd be good. Blah versus Jack Della Maddalena in Toronto for UFC 298 for the belt. <laughs> that'd be fucking sick. I, I love, dude, I love both guys. Huge fan of Jack Della Maddalena. Am I the only one who thinks Tyra is much more likely to change McKay? Maybe. He's really good. He's super young, too. He's like 22. Yeah, Malat was good Good odds, man. He was in my, my best bets. Or I've been killing it lately. I had a stop. Man, there were a few weeks ago that guy came to chat and was like, you guys are struggling. I, I'm like, yeah, I know. And like since then, I my best bets article, like I, I barely got anything wrong. So, you know, it's been good. Anyways, let's go to the uh, – oh, yeah. Uh, that's it for the main card. It was a four-fight main card. Yeah. Prelims. Another guy I loved, Marcel, coming here, Trevor Peak knocking on Eric Gonzalez. Now, this this fight was it, – it was, it was fun to watch, but, dude, it was fucking sloppy as hell, too. Like, I showed my dad the the finish. I'm like, because he's like, was there any good knockouts, right? I'm like, check this one out. He's just like, were these guys in like a barroom brawl or something? Because like, you watch the technique, Marcel, it wasn't, you know, it didn't look like a UFC fighter, but I mean, Trevor Peep's got hammers in his hands. There's no doubt he was going for the kill. Um, He got taken down a lot in this fight. It's a little worrisome, especially as he moves up the rankings. Like, he'll be fighting fighters that are better uh, defensively than Eric Gonzalez, who just leaves his chin in the air every time. Um, Eric Gonzalez is going to get cut. I think Marcel 0 3 with three stop. He's getting cut, right? I would say. I would think so, yeah. I think three so. stoppage losses. No way he's going to get another fight. Um, I'm just like, I like Peak, you know, but not sure how far he's going to go. I think he can knock a lot of guys out the lower ranks, Marcel, but the takedown defense looked really bad in this fight. Again, the, the technique is very sloppy. I don't know. What do you think about this guy? Yeah, Peak sounds like Bryce Mitchell, by the way. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. What should, should I say about the fight? It was fun to watch, but it was weird, kind of weird technique. You know, but like you said, it was like, yeah, what can you say? Like, 
like like hammer fisting and Harry. He's like he's like this. Like it was so I'm, yeah. Weird. By the way, fisting sounds kind of nasty, but I mean, oh, I'm God. throwing hammer fists. Yeah, um, somehow it worked. <laughs> yeah, it definitely worked. Um, yeah, what can you say? Well, it was a real weird fight, you know. It but I, it, fight, but it was fun at the same time. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like. Um, yeah, I, I feel like for Gonzalez, it's kind of done right here. You know, it's like uh, he lost to Miller. Uh, he Then he lost to we lost to last time. Harris. Yeah, McKinney had yeah, a uh, submission, and uh, now he's losing to Peak. So uh, for yes. Peak, good debut, you know. But, uh, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. We'll get some more comments here. Yeah, they were crazy hammerfish, Joe. It was interesting to say that. Is the reschedule of Spyler, Stan, and Kulov going to be fine? Is, has it been rescheduled? Yeah, March eleventh. Oh. oh, they did. Three. When did it happen today? They, nah, it's not been officially announced, but three rounds. Oh, it's three rounds. Which yeah. which card is that? That's the it's uh, the Jan Marab. So it'll be co-main event on that card then, probably, right? Uh, or maybe they they replace the Abus fight because Abus doesn't have an That's opponent. Right. That fight fell off, out. right? Yeah. yeah. Is, is Mahmoud staying on the card? You know? Or... No, Abus Abus might stay on the card. Mahmoud is out. Oh, Mahmoud's out. Okay, okay. Yeah. They, they're uh, searching for an opponent, but they haven't found one yet. So. I mean, I don't think too many people want to fight that guy, let's be honest. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> but, want to fight that but guy. But it sucks, man. He finally has his, has, has his visa. So <laughs> Maybe they could pay Cedric Dumas 100 bucks to fight him because he wants that 100 bucks so that they can do that fight. <laughs> Peak and Bryce Mitchell is my dream fight. And both those guys are very, they do sound alike. Um, Peak's a fun character. Definitely have some issues moving forward in the division. Too wild to strike you through. That's kind of agree. Yeah. Peak a good story. I'll fade in the future. Yeah, I kind of agree too. I mean, his ground game looked bad. He's definitely got power, though, man. He throws from his fucking waist. Like, he's going to knock a lot of people out, but the wrestling looked really questionable to me. You guys actually bet on the fight individually or parlay? I, I prefer betting on them individually, personally, Bircha, just because, like, parlays are – I mean, yeah, you can – It's a. they're, like – it's a sexy thing to, like, be like, oh, I hit this, like, huge parlay, but, like, it's – you're the odds of hitting them are not as high. I prefer just betting them individually, personally. Um, crazy old peaks of me, isn't it? Peak Abu. <laughs> That's like the guy in Power Slap, Jesse Busta Nutting. I mean, <laughs> Power Slap? Yeah, there's a guy named Jesse Nutting. He's a former MMA fighter. His nickname's Busta, so it's Jesse Busta Nutting. It's kind of funny, actually, but okay. yeah, the Power Slap thing, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, during their pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> That's done. <laughs> Two weeks from now, their pay per view's on. Um, Peak and Levitt. Yeah, I was thinking that too. We'll talk about him in a second. Let's do with the 185 Black Wall. Jamie Pickett? Is that? Or no, no, no. That's is. What's his Ikram name? Ikram Al Yeah, the guy who beat uh, Dennis, right? Tavuin? Is that the guy? Or no, no, no. That that's that's uh, Alias Kapkizriev. No, oh, my bad. Aliskirov is the guy from Contender Series. My bad. Sorry, guys. My bad. Like they all obviously they're all they kind of get mixed together sometimes. Uh, individually hard to make a profit. No, no, no. I think that's the way to go. I think if you look like serious betters, dude, bet single bets. Like they don't do really big part. They don't do parlays. Parlays are more. I, I, that's what I would. Say. I mean, that's from my experience. Like people that are betting a significant amount of money, they bet big on one one guy. Um, like our boy Marcus in the chat, he'll put like five dimes on one fighter. Like I think he's going to go heavy on Marab. Right, Mar Marcus. I don't know if you're still in the chat. We were talking about in private. Um, but other people will put you know a smaller amount on the parlay, and if you hit, you obviously. We'll make a bigger profit, but it's harder to hit a prop uh, parlay, right? So I don't know. Hundred K on winnings. <laughs> oh yeah, some guy bet a hundred and seventeen. No, yeah, one hundred and seventeen to win sixty, and he lost. When I saw that, I was like, "There's no way he's winning this fight." Like, because <laughs> like honestly, like it, it, it sometimes it's, it feels like it's too easy to, to happen, right? Like again, betting is not easy, guys. And that guy who lost that money, he's you know, hopefully he didn't jump off a bridge or something. Yeah, he didn't, but. 
I mean, uh, if you can put that money out to bet, you probably, probably have enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, how many buyers will the slap league pay if you had more than 10k? Probably because Dana White's going to promote it, right? So I think it'll it'll do like a little better. Um, Dude, he even put that Las Vegas card earlier for that. Yeah, I, I saw he's talking about that. So they're going to do smart. the Moravian. What time does it start at? One one p.m. Moravian. Yeah, earlier at least than normal. Track. I'm gonna double. Track I think an hour earlier. Morab and Piron. Yeah, three p.m. So it'll end at like eight, and then they're going to do power slap. <laughs> That's why the card is in the theater at the Virgin Hotels. Yeah, and the next, and then power slap is at the apex instead for the for the main for the pay per view. <laughs> I don't think the guy who tested positive for coke is fighting, by the way, which just sucks because I would fade that guy, uh, Joe Kennedy, John Kennedy, excuse me. <laughs> Remember Marcel, that's our new uh, thing, right? We just fade guys do coke like um, Juan Camillo. It's hundred seventy k. Reminds me of the guy bet more on Nunez. Opinion. Oh yeah, never, wasn't it like the guy bet a, was it a million bucks or, or no no it was like a hundred thousand to win five thousand or something. I can't remember. <laughs> And then Nunez got destroyed. That was, that was fucking funny, too. <laughs> and you know when they post that, everyone's just rooting for that person to lose. Like, no one wants to see someone get rich. So that's the truth, Marcel. As much as you want to be like, oh, it's nice to see someone win. No, no one wants to see someone else get rich. They want to get rich themselves. <laughs> um, Rap should be in prison for tiring all the most boring fight possible. Bilal style says Preacher. That fight was was pretty bad, yeah. Uh, all of March 4th cards are great, for sure. Um, how much do you charge this slap here? I have no idea. I'm definitely not buying it. <laughs> Rab wins by lane play. I'm a live myself. Oh god, don't don't kill yourself, Juan. Please, we like you in the chat. Um, all right, let's go to the next fight here. This one we'll go in quick. Good for Jasmine, man. Jasmine Jazz of Vicious, another Canadian Marcel gets the win. I should have picked her, man. The fact they went against the Canadian Marcel, oh god, they're gonna take they're gonna revoke my uh, Canadian passport, man. Um, yeah, no, Gabriella didn't really look ready for the UFC, Marcel. That's the truth. Like, I thought she was better than this. Stand up's pretty good, but no ground game at all. Really easy fight for Jasmine. Any thoughts quickly? Yeah, man, unfortunately, guys, uh, Adam won't be back next week because he has to make sure he gets uh, he gets his slices again. He sent me out of the country. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I think Jasmine did very smart, you know, take her down, and uh, that's what mm-hmm. where, that was where her uh, her best uh, way was to win the fight, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, Fernandez, she's mostly known as striker, you know, but uh, she couldn't get it, let it go because Jasmine took her down. And a very small, good win for Jasmine, you know, after uh, getting uh, pretty much destroyed by Natalia Silva last time. Um, yeah, well done. Back on track. Good for her, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, here's a comment. The only thing I ever think Jasmine for Interesting well, Natalia Silva. Marcel's uh, crush, yes. I also got to say, like, you saw Jasmine this time in the weigh-ins against Gabriela Fernandez. She... She did much more normal than what she did against Natalia Silva. She did really weird, you remember? Yeah. Like she she gave like the vibes to Natalia Silva, like you shouldn't be here with me, you know. Right. And this time she was just respectful, and I think you should be always be respectful, you know. That's just my opinion. For sure. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Jordan Levitt knocking out Victor Martinez. Very impressive, Marcel. I I love knockouts from the clinch man using knees and elbows. This yeah. was absolutely beautiful. So glad he got a bonus. Well deserved. All the finishes got a bonus, but yeah, I mean. Jordan Levitt, we both picked you actually, Marcel. Yeah, I think he closes like a small favorite, but he was the dog when we picked him. So that was kind of a dog, because uh, that's a dog. We came in. There was, was another one? I can't remember who the other one was. Or maybe it was just him. Um. Anyways, yeah, rough. <laughs> Dude, I mean, he looked good, man. You know, he looked great. Uh, I don't really I don't really understand why the line was so close. Like, this guy, Martinez, hasn't fought anybody. Like, I don't really get it. Anyways, go ahead. 
the, the, the person most surprised with the finish was Jordan Leffitt himself, himself, you know? He's like, I've never dropped anyone. He's like, I've <laughs> yeah. literally never dropped anyone in my life. <laughs> yeah, and he looked good, man. Gotta looked say great, it, dude. you know? Um great. And, yeah, good win. Like, I was uh, I was talking with a friend before the, before the card started, you know, and I was like, why is Aliyev against Alves the first fight? Should have yeah. the first fight probably should have been uh, Jasmine against Fernandez or mm -hmm. Levitt against Martinez, you know. Yep. But uh, Levitt showed us that that he belonged where he was and maybe should have been higher. Yeah. He looked really good, you know. Uh, beautiful news from the clinch and stopped oh. the fight in the first round. Great Fucking win. brutal knockout, brutal. Yeah. Um, and in a betting arm too. I was jumping for joy after that one because man, it was nice. It's always nice when you get a quick knockout too. You don't have to sweat the judges. Um. I don't. Did you watch his post fight interview? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, he's so fucking funny, man. You gotta watch it, Marcel. Um, he had this like red suit on, and uh, it's like you know oh, how he his is. Granddad, like, right? Yeah, his granddad. He's so flamboyant, right? Remember, everyone yeah. was saying he's like the first gay fighter. He was joking about that. He's like, he's like, I've been getting you know made fun of for a long time. Everyone's saying I'm the first openly gay UFC fighter, which by the way is not true because he's actually married and has kids. <laughs> married to a woman, <laughs> has kids with her. Um, he's not. He's not gay. <laughs> Um, but he definitely like is very flamboyant. There's no doubt about that. But honestly, I like his personality, man. I really like the guy, Marcel. I got he's really grown on me. Um, I think he's a pretty good fighter too. You know, like yeah, remember that fight with Matt Wyman? That was nasty. That slam. That slam, and yeah. That fight with uh, Matt Sales. That's that uh, submission he had. Like his finishes have been just like just extremely violent. So I like the guy, man. And you know he's got some experience now, right? Like he fought Patty and he did okay in that first round with Patty, and then obviously got submitted, but. Get a little bit more experience, you know. He's uh he's got a good personality. I think the UFC, like I'm not saying he's gonna be a top 15 guy, but I think they can you know have some fun fights with this guy, Marcel. So I like it, man. And I think this was a great performance by him. He's a funny dude. Yeah, this is what this guy's saying. It was funny, right? I think it was jokes. He's a joker, man. Levitt twerk or Montana nip slip. I saw the Montana nip slip. Yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> Someone was saying like they need to change like the uh the female um attire because their boobs keep falling out. What was her name? Uh Andrade, right? Her yeah. last week. Yeah, but you have that what Michelle Watterson always is wearing, you know, just the shirt, like sort of a rash guard. Rash guard, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not that. wear that? I know. All right, let's go to the next <clears> fight here. <throat> I, you know what? They didn't give a fight of the night, but I think this would have been fight of the night if yeah. they had one, right? Odie Osborne, Charles Johnson. I think it was a great fight. I really do. I agree. Um, very, very well matched, right? Like, excuse me, very close fight. I scored it for Odie Osborne. I thought he won the second and third round, Marcel. Or sorry, I agree. no, sorry, first and third round. Excuse me, that's what it was. Really it came was. down to the third round, right? It was one-one, and it was close. But he got him down a few times, and I don't think Johnson did enough damage to override that. Uh, it was a split decision. It was a close fight, but I think the judges got it right. Um, but yeah, it was a fun fight. O'Day Osborne gets another win, probably saves his job, right? Because he's been inconsistent. Um, yeah, anything you want to say about this one? It was a fun fight. Yeah, gotta give extra credit to O'Day because uh, he got that uh, horrible nut shot. Oh and, yeah, and uh, that happened too. He took the full five minutes, right? Like almost, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's smart. You know, I saw many guys not taking the full five minutes and getting yeah. destroyed after that. So, yep. very, very smart of uh, done what by him. Uh, I think um, Charles was really respectful about it because sometimes fighters got really like annoyed when 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 these guys taking a full five, four or five minutes. Uh, Charles was like, "Yeah, sorry, I hit you there, so no problem." And uh, yeah, it was a good fight, man. It was a competitive fight. It was actually ex like like I expected competitive. I I picked Johnson just like you, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah Oday did well. And Oday said afterwards, I saw him on Twitter saying like many people were against me because I lost to Tyson Nam, but I took that fight oh. on short notice. 
I was like, yeah, maybe that's true. Short notice too. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, maybe there's something truth in it. You know what I mean? So maybe uh, we should give uh, Oday another chance. And I think Oday is, is a fun fighter as well. So I think it was a fun, fun matchup. Uh, I would have loved to have seen this one on the main card, for example. But uh, yeah. yeah, good win for Oday. And I'm happy for him. He's, uh, he's back on track right now. That's some more comments here. Uh, I call that we fight. Yeah, it was a great fight. I mean, they didn't win the award, but it was good. People crying robbery. I mean, honestly, I did end up betting on Johnson at the end. That's why Levitt saved my ass for the night because on the prelims, I should say, because I ended up having a good night. But I was like, fuck. But I actually think the judges got it right. You know, like yeah. you got to be unbiased when you're watching the fights. Like I, I was hoping Marcel, when they said split, I was like, please give it to me. But I, I knew he was a good one. So Claudio was talking about John Jones. We'll talk about him in the next podcast. What happens if you don't get after five minutes, win by DQ, no contest? I think it would go to a no contest because it was the second round. It would have been yeah, it depends where you are at the fight. And if yeah. the judge say and if the referee says it's intentional or unintentional. I think it was accidental, this one. Yeah, it was definitely accidental. Yeah. To be honest, it kind of looked like his toes actually hit the stomach, but the heel hit the cup. So yeah, yeah. it wasn't like it definitely wasn't intentional. This one wasn't. Uh Johnson could have won started making a dumb mistake. He got tired, man. Oh, and Dewey, Dewey Cooper is a good coach. There's no doubt about it. It's a good move for him to go there. You get UFC 247 Jones. Okay, oh, we'll talk about him in the next podcast, guys. Uh, the person doing the foul should be doing push ups or jumping jabs. Remember, he was doing that thing where he's like humping, and then Dominic Cruz is like, This is what you're supposed to do. Do you remember when I think it was Rich Franklin when he fought Wanderley? So, was that the fight where he was doing that? He was like humping in the sure. remember, I think that's what it was. It was like years ago, but anyways, uh, a couple other fights here quickly. We'll talk about them. Carl Deaton gets submitted by Joseph Lucky. No surprise here, right? Marcel, I mean, yeah, a huge I, gap in level, in my opinion. <laughs> This guy probably shouldn't be in the UFC. I mean, he took the fight at short notice, but he's not that good. And then your boy, Nerullo Aliyev, gets the win. We have to talk about this one. Sure. Who'd you pick again? You picked Alves? I picked Aliyev. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, so he definitely won the fight. I think that one scorecard for uh, Alves is questionable. I'll tell you that. Ron McCarthy, John McCarthy's son. Yeah, it was a draw. Not really sure he scored the first round for Alves. Like the third round was the only one that looked kind of close, and yeah. he just destroyed him, right? With the ground pound, you couldn't even give it to him. Um, but I know you want to talk about the uh, the biting, right? So go yeah, ahead. of course. Go ahead. So the thing that really bothered me, man, was like, and people call me biased on Twitter. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, I saw the comment. Uh, so um, the thing is like. For first of all, I don't have any money on that fight, so I don't give a shit. Mm. Uh, honestly, who wins? You know, I, I have my I have my pick here. Yeah, but I don't give a shit. You know, I I want to see the fighter who deserves to win should get to win. The thing is, when Alpha says like I got uh, somebody he bite me, a uh, Mark Smith who is always like overacting. You know, he's like, oh, bite Mark, bite Mark, yes, bite Mark, bite Mark. Toyoni, where's Toyoni? Toyoni is next next to the cage. Another amazing referee. Uh, can you can you watch the video? So he's watching the video, and Tony tells him, "I don't see anything. You know, there's no. I can't say he bites him or not. You know." And then he's like, "Yeah, bite mark. One point. One point. Bite mark." I was like, "Dude, first of all, how does Alves? How can he bite Alves? First of all, Alves has to stick his finger in his mouth, which is fish hooking, which is already a fall. So the first fall is with Alves." You know, then they ask Aliyev what happened uh, after the, the fight. And obviously, you don't have to believe him. You know, this is fully up to you. And he said, like, Alves put his finger in my mouth and I tried to spit him out and it touched my, it touched my, my tooth. You know, obviously, he probably bite it when it was in his mouth. I would have bite it as well. You know, you don't have to put your fingers there. It's like with Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler, remember, when Chandler did it as well but with Poirier. 
Yeah. The first fall is with Al is with, with, with Alves. And Aliyev gets a point deduction. Is this is actually stupid, you know? And Mark Smith is an idiot for it. You know, Toyoni, I, I don't blame Toyoni here at all, you know, because he clearly said I couldn't see anything. So there's no uh, it's inconclusive or whatever what he said. Um but Mark Smith just took a took a point because he saw bite mark. Dude, what the fuck? You know, if there is a bite mark on somebody's chest or on the shoulder, yeah, you can take a point for sure, you know. But on his finger, you can put that in your mouth, you know. And and people was like, yeah, but he has to bite them because he has the 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 how is that the mouth guard in, so you can't have the teeth on the top, but only the yeah, for sure. But you still cannot put your finger in somebody's mouth, you know? And then people were like, yeah, but yeah, he put his finger in his mouth, but he he bite him. Yeah, after he put his finger in his mouth. So we made the first fall. That's Alves. You know what I mean? And I understand Alves wanted to try to get up, so he, he tried something and he got away with it. He actually he, he benefited from it because Aliyev got a point deducted from it. Thank God it didn't mention for the fight. But it's just stupid, dude. I I I don't I don't see how a referee can take a point when there is no uh, evidence of something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, he says he saw the mark right on his, on his finger, or whatever. Yeah. So told the judges that. Uh, a couple of their comments. Mark Smith. Mark Smith's not a great ref. I don't think he's great. Um, wasn't that someone's commission told Smith he didn't see evidence? <sighs> uh, yeah, I mean it was it was weird, but I mean, listen, man, like you can't bite someone at the same time, but you shouldn't do fish hooking either, right? They're both fouls, like you said. Um, Bro, if if I put my finger in your mouth, you know, and I, I, yeah. I, 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 you, you would bite me as well. Believe me, or you would try to do anything to get my finger out of your mouth. Or is this maybe true? that's. Pav a, By the way, is this or, true, or you have a fetish? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Pavlos the backup? Is that true? I, I haven't heard. I have no idea. Where'd you see that, Birchia? Some people were talking. I saw a rumor, but I don't know if it's, it's true. possible. Who's <laughs> okay. I, I like this question too. Um, no, I always like it from Marcus. Who stock dropped the most? Moniz, oh, Akimoto yeah. reported. Okay, so it's official then. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, because I want to see Jones in and gone. I've already did my, my breakdown. And yes, it's mm -hmm. correct. Ali Abdelaziz and he's the backup. <laughs> uh I see it, Mercer. Uh who stalked up the most? You said Muniz, Marcel? Is that what you said? Yeah, Muniz. I, I definitely think so. You know, Muniz was on the main event. I don't know yeah. where I uh, was supposed to actually win against Allen. Didn't got the win. Uh overall, Sakai Mace, we don't rank them. Uh, Suarez was supposed to win against Montana, she did. So, I mean, yeah. overall, all the other guys weren't ranked or whatever. Right. So, it's like, yeah, it's, it's definitely by the way. You think Alves will get caught? He's one in three in the UFC, or do you he think shouldn't, he... yeah, he shouldn't. he's not good fighters, right? Yeah, well, he he got he lost to uh, Demiris Magulov, he lost yeah. to Narudo Aliyev, yeah, he lost to Drew Dober, and he got a win over Mark Casey. So, I mean, listen. Look at what he who he fought and look at who Pimblet fought. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I, yes, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Anything else you want to say? Or are you good for this card? Anything else? I, I'm good for this card. I let my rant go, so I'm good. It was a good, I mean, it was it was decent. It wasn't like the best card ever, but it was it was decent. What would good you give finishes. it? Like seven out of ten, I guess. Yeah, I, didn't I, have, I didn't have high expectations heading into it, you know, but like Levitt's finish was really nice. Um, a lot, you know, the main event obviously was a good finish too. Not the greatest card, but that's wasn't... a good fight, by the way. Joe Eagle, games. I like this I like one. That. This would be good, and it makes sense, right? They're both kind of struggling right now, but yeah. they're both exciting guys. It makes it makes a lot of sense. Right, both lost get... to Dober. Yeah, exactly. Let's get to Beltra really quick, Marcel. Like I said, I didn't really watch it. Um, but there, we, we could talk about Amosov. He dominated in event. It wasn't even close. First, I was a decision. He wins 50 45. 
Um, where do you rank him in the, like, the welterweight rankings right now in the world? Like, you, you think he's – I saw some people say he's the best guy in the world. That's crazy to me because he's not fighting the best guys. But I, I would say top three. Top, you think top three? Yeah, I would put him top oh, three. Oh, man, I don't know if I could. Like, because right now I would definitely say, like, Usman Burns, uh, Matt, um, Colby, and um, – uh, Hamzat, I mean, those guys right now are definitely above him. Yeah, I don't really rank Hamzat as a welterweight. That's probably why. Um, let's hit top five then, yeah. Okay, top yeah, because I mean, like, I think Burns, like, look who he's fighting, right? Um, but I think he could be like a Balaam Muhammad, to be honest with you, you know? Mm. I would put him in the top ten. I don't I don't know if I'd go top five, but I do think he beat, like, a Stephen <laughs> Thompson. I, I think he beat Stephen Thompson, though. He's like number six. The last comment. Look. <laughs> Which one? The, the Juani. This one? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, he, looked, he, he definitely dominated the fight. Uh, yeah. My boy Jeremy Kennedy got his win. Easy fight yeah, for him. Yeah, good. Pedro Carvalho, man. He's not you got favorite. your favorite fighter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bryce Logan upsets Peter Quilly. Peter Quilly, another loss, Marcel, by knockout. Three straight losses, not for him. He had a nice run going. Now he's just not good at all. Um, Sinead Cavanaugh gets a win. Probably <laughs> gets another uh, destruction fight against... Uh, Chris Cyborg. Yeah. Also, you're, you're you good call, Marcel. Mike Shipman. You said he was going to destroy Charlie Ward, and he, he didn't destroy him, but he won the decision. So that was a good. Yeah, and no, without a problem. You know, Charlie Ward is 42 already, and was already not great in, in the UFC. And he fought. Right. He got a good streak in Bellator, but against low level competition. You know, and Mike Shipman well, is, is 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 decent. So for yeah, sure. and the uh, beats brother Hassan gets a quick win, which we all figured mm-hmm. would happen. I don't, I don't I, again. I, I didn't watch much of it, so I can't really give too many thoughts. Uh, Joe thinks Amazon could be any welterweight in the world. He's really good, but I, again, I just think I, I would favor those guys. Like, like, and that's like you know, that's pretty still pretty high. Like, I'm giving him top ten. Like, there's good fighters in the UFC. I kind of agree with that, Marcus. Too, you know. Anyways, uh, anything else you want to say? Because I want to get to this UFC 285 preview. I want to set it up. Is there anything else you want to talk about that happened at either uh, Bellator or UFC this week or any other card? Yeah, man, I see you can't wait, so let's do it. <laughs> oh, the, one other thing I forgot to mention, the Jake Paul fight happened last night. Did you watch it? or? No, I see some highlights. And to be really honest, I don't really care about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate it. I yeah. don't hate it. But, I mean, I have better things to do, you know? It, it, I watched it. I was just I was at home anyways. Uh, so I ended up – I found a screen. <laughs> don't tell him. Um, I thought he lost. I mean, it was a close fight, but I thought Tommy won the fight. So I think the judges actually got it right. I was a little surprised when the judges actually had it for Jake, but he did have a knockdown. So it was kind of weird. But I was going to ask you because this fucking ref, he was trying to be like one of those umpires in baseball that try to like be the center of attention, takes a point from each guy. Like it was really fucking weird, man. Like the ref was a fucking moron. Anyways, um, yeah. You're good. You want to get you want to get uh, to the next podcast then? You're good to go. Do you think you can handle it? I can handle it. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> All right, just we'll just uh, end this one then, guys. Uh, again, follow me on Twitter at Matt Martin. He's Big Marcel twenty four on Twitter, Instagram. Follow him for all of your updates on fights. Uh, I'm also at bookies.com. I've got my best bets coming out tomorrow. Been, like I said, been doing really well lately. So hopefully the the uh, streak continues. We're gonna talk about those fights on the next podcast here in just a minute. Uh, at my mmaus.com, mmaoddsbreaker.com. You guys can follow Marcel at Euro uh, uh, Eurosport Netherlands. And uh, check out his other podcast with Dennis and, and Gilbert Ivo. All right, Marcel, let's finish this podcast, man. And we're going to start the next one in a minute, guys. Just, just give me a sec. I'll set it up and I'll tweet it out. Peace. <laughs>